This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions. Welcome to Unsolved America, a show where we explore unsolved mysteries throughout the United States. I'm your host, Tiffany. And I'm your host, Andy, and each week we will throw a dart at the map and wherever it lands is the location of our mystery. This week, I landed on California. Now... I imagine shit has gone down in California. You know, there's just so... I mean, the state's huge, of course. I feel like we could do it, like, four or five times, and we still wouldn't cover, like, every region of California. No, we should have broken this up into, like, sections. For real. South, central, north. Even that's too... Yeah. Too spacious. Oh, yeah. West, central, east, central, (laughs) north, central, south, central. How many times do we gotta? How many times do we want to break this up? I got ideas. Oh, so we might bring California back into the mitts before it's supposed to be. Or I mean, we're gonna keep doing the show, so like every season, we just get to do a new story, maybe a new region of California when we land on it. Maybe. Yeah. That's like once every fifty-two times. Once a year. <laughs> That's all you get to hear about California. <laughs> we got other states to do. Uh, that's very true. We are going to talk about something that's pretty actually well known. Okay. Because I just think it's so crazy and okay. so cool. Are we talking about like a disappearance? Are we talking about a murder? Are we talking about a phenomena? It's like a phenomena. Ooh. But. With murder? Not murder. Okay. Not murder. But it's like somebody going crazy and phenomena. Like somebody like loses a few marbles, yeah, and we don't know why. I mean, we kind of know why, okay. but it's why does it keep happening? Okay, okay, I'm intrigued. Okay. You've pulled me in. I think you've pulled the audience in as well. All right, we want to hear about this phenomena. Phenomena. So, have you actually heard of Sarah Winchester? You know, the name sounds very familiar. Okay, okay. can't place it, but it sounds familiar. Well, have you heard of the Winchester rifle? Obviously. <laughs> so her husband invented it? Yeah, he will he started the company. Okay, okay. Called Winchester Repeating Arms, which was that's what the name of it was back hmm. in 1866. Okay. We're taking it back 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 in time. Yes. This is back in time. Okay. I like that you did like an old, like an older story. Yes, but that's fun. It's because it's just so baffling to me. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited. And there's movies made about this. And what? Yes. Have I heard of this? I there's a movie called Win- Winchester. I've never seen it. I think it's called Winchester, but it's about this. Interesting. So you have to watch it. I'll probably watch it this weekend. Because it's crazy to see. So Sarah Winchester was born in 1839. She grew up in New Haven, Connecticut. Okay. She was the daughter of a successful carpenter who allowed her to start studying foreign languages, music, math, and science, which back then women typically weren't allowed to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. go past elementary school. Yeah. No, it's it's huge in like this time period when women are able to get an education. Right. Beyond the basics. Right. And if they're lucky, the basics. Right. And so her dad was all for it and wanted her to do this. Good. And 
Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, do you know what's interesting? What? She's from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. My episode next week is about Connecticut. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Full circle. Full circle moment. I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> Tune in, everyone. You're right. <laughs> so Sarah's intelligence, and she was actually a really beautiful woman as okay. well. It gave her the pick of the litter of eligible bachelors in town. Okay. And she picked a man named William Winchester, and they were married on September 30th, 1862. I wonder what made William Winchester stand out. Potential. Because <laughs> she's got beauty. She's got brains. She could have any man she wants. Well, he at the time, I mean, he was next in line to take over his father's textile factory you're right go with the money girl <laughs> go with the rich one but he actually decided not to because he had bigger plans okay and in 1866 he founded the winchester repeating arms company interesting so between 1873 and 1916 the company sold over 700,000 Winchester rifles. Damn. Do we have a price? <laughs> not if you didn't find it, well, that's no, fine. No, no, no. Not fine. of a single one. They were able to fire 15 shots in a row. And the Model 73 was, a, they called it the killing machine, earning the nickname, the gun that won the West. So this gun, the Winchester gun, helped them win the West. Okay. So now we're going into... The portion of the house. This whole story is going to be about the Winchester Mystery House. It's a mansion in San Jose, California. Okay. And obviously Sarah Winchester lived there. Um, and it was located, they actually changed the street name to South Winchester Boulevard in San Jose. Because of this house. And like, it was because the house was prolific or just because he was prolific, like he was like this well-known like person. Both. And okay. she was okay. this well-known person. True. Let's not get it twisted. Yeah. So the house actually is like a Queen Anne style Victorian mansion. Oh, say less. I love yeah. that style. And it had it was renowned for its size, its architecture. Okay. And there was actually no master building plan to the house. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the The house is actually also a historical landmark. Of course. And so you can't change anything about it now unless you get approval. Which, girl, you try to get that approval. I know. You're going to be tied up for months. Yeah. And today, actually, the house is privately owned. Okay. And it's a tourist attraction so people can go and tour the house that's cool uh so it's really cool i want to go we should it's i would love to go i just love that architecture i think it's very beautiful wait till you hear about okay some of i'm this excited stuff. so it was constructed in 1886 and it's the property in the mansion is claimed to like ha be really really haunted <sighs> by the ghosts of those that have been killed by the Winchester Rifles. Who cursed this land? I don't know. What? Because, <laughs> okay, so, like, I'm thinking, me, a logical person. 
somebody got shot in like Mississippi. Their spirit is in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. How did it get to California? I, I I don't know. Maybe it was because it was the reason. Hmm, maybe. So I'm gonna just take it back a little bit. So, okay. Um, her husband William, he died in 1881. So about like. I don't know, 15 years after they got married or 19 years after they got married okay. or something. Um, he died of tuber- tuber- tuberculosis. Yes, that's the word. It's um, a horrible then, disease. I know. People come to Colorado to cure tuberculosis. Isn't that weird? That is crazy. Swedish Hospital had a whole tuberculosis campus. Wow. And that's where they would send all the patients with TB. That's crazy. Really weird. Colorado history just thrown in the California but I apologize. That's okay. That's good to know. <laughs> well, he died in 1881. Okay. And then Sarah inherited more than $20.5 million in 1881. That's a lot of money. Guess how much that was worth in 2020. In 2020, 20 point. Okay. So we're $20.5 million in 1881. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. It's it's got to be in the billions by now, right? No, and no. Twenty twenty, it was it's equivalent to five hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, see, I, only I don't do math, people. No, it's okay. I was like, it's got to be billions, right? Trillions. She also, with his death, got fifty percent ownership of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Good for her. Mm-hmm. And it gave her an income of roughly one thousand dollars per day. Which is equivalent to $27,000 a day. A day. A day. And that's just like, <laughs> she wakes up in the morning, drinks some tea, goes for a walk in the garden, mm-hmm. and she's just she's just got $27,000. Yes. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. I aspire. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, and before her husband passed away, she actually had a, she got pregnant and she had an infant daughter. Okay. But the daughter died of an illness known as Maris, Marismus. Okay. And it's where the child's body gets a disease and it wastes away. Okay. Um, so that's really sad. Yeah. Sarah, after all this, you know, she's in a depressive state. She just wants answers. Why is she losing everybody around her? That kind of thing. Yeah. She decides to go to a medium. And this medium supposedly channels the spirit of her late husband. Okay. And this is still in Connecticut or Boston or wherever. So this is still in New Haven, actually. Um, She goes and meets with this medium, connects with her late, late husband. This medium tells Sarah that her husband is telling her to leave leave this town go out west and build a home for herself and the spirits of the people who had fallen victim to the winchester rifle okay so she leaves new haven heads for california she i mean she could have gone out there just for a change of setting or try to keep her occupied to get her mind off of her daughter and her husband passing away oh 100 percent and her depression, I'm sure, because losing your entire family. Oh, if I like, if my, if that ever, like, if that, if if I was her, mm-hmm. absolutely earth, earth shattering something like that, I would completely change scenery, one hundred percent, go somewhere completely new, as far away as possible. Right. And some people thought that was the reason she left, right? Okay. But it's because of her husband. 
but it's because this medium told her to go out west and build a house. This is when I wish we had buttons. I would push buttons and be like, ooh, <laughs> that's crazy. So in 1884, she moves out there. She purchases an unfinished farmhouse in the Santa Clara Valley. Okay. And began building her mansion. Okay. Her beautiful, beautiful mm -hmm. mansion. So carpenters were hired. Construction people were hired, whatever it may mm -hmm. be. And they worked on this house day and night. Okay. Until it rose to seven stories high. Seven stories. It's like a mansion. Right. It's like a castle. Yes. And so she actually in avoided all architects and she directed every edition herself. Okay. And she also augmented the building in such a haphazard and weird way. Okay. That's what we're going to get into a little bit. Some say, and it's been told, that Sarah got these instructions from like nightly seances she held with the spirits that were haunting her cuz she's not she's not only building a house for herself she's building a house for the spirits yes. of everybody that has died right by the hands of a winchester rifle right which is a lot of spirits and people yeah Interesting. She okay. had a special room that was just dedicated for these meditations with the spirits or seances. And as a result, the, the house contains a ton of weird oddities, such as doors and stairs that go nowhere, windows overlooking other rooms from different floors, hmm. and stairs with like oddly sized risers. So, like, step the steps were different sizes so one was like a short step the next one was a big step that's so weird why i don't know and the, i mean people have theorized like the way the house looks is probably why you get the feeling that it might be or was haunted okay and so because it's it's weird it's off-putting it's off-putting it's really off-putting like it's just when you watch the movie you'll get a better sense of it of it was just like Was it a scary movie? I mean there's it's you there's ghosts. But is it like jump scare scary or is it like I haven't watched it in a really no. long time. I don't remember. I'm sure there's a little bit. There. Yeah. So in nineteen oh six there was an earthquake and the house actually had some damage and today it's only four stories high. And the house was predominantly made of redwood. Okay. Because Sarah just liked that type of wood. I don't know why. Oh, you guys, it's weird. It looks like a town almost. Like, if you look mm -hmm. at this house, you wouldn't think it's just one house. You would think it's multiple houses just really close together. Like, yeah. Like, with, like, a guard tower or something. Like, yeah. It's weird. And we're going to, yeah. So, I'm going to get into that. Sorry. A bit. No, I no, you're ahead. fine. You're fine. It's insane to see, though. Yeah, I wanted to get a visual. Yes. Yeah, look it up. If you look it up if you haven't seen it it's it's crazy yes it is insane so the house approximately has 20 000, 20 000 gallons of paint on it holy shit because of you know the how big it is mm -hmm. and how much it changes and um the home also has is on a floating foundation do you know what a floating foundation is no so Doesn't it's kind good. of 
No, it's actually really good. Okay. Um, so if the there's ever an earthquake or the ground moves, like on a new build, you know it always settles or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you have a floating foundation, it doesn't affect the actual house as badly as having like okay. a foundation that's all connected. Okay. And it's not like it's not connected, but it just gives that room, that wiggle room for it to move if, yes, if yes. the earth is shaking. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, so it helps it shift freely and it's not a completely attached to the brick base of the house. And this was something they did back in the 18, like back when she built the house, or that's new? This was done when the house was built for sure. But it's, yeah, people still do it to this day. My house has a floating foundation. No, I was just like, I'm like, it's it's crazy. Like, I didn't know that that existed. Yeah. So I was like, apparently they, apparently they knew about it from way back. Yeah. So cool. So the house has actually roughly 161 rooms, including 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, one that's kind of completed and one that's not completed. Okay. It has 47 fireplaces, 10,000 panes of glass, 17 chimneys with some evidence that there's two more, but they can't get to it. Weird. Okay. Like secret rooms. Yes. It's weird. Or okay. rooms that have were built and then construction happened and they closed it off or okay. closed it wherever. Got it. They have two basement levels and they also have three elevators in the house. Okay. Wild. I and this is all construction she was doing. Like Remember, n- none of this was added or like later on, or like this no. is all her original design, if you will. Yes. Yes. Use that word loosely. Yes. Interesting. And so (laughs) the property was about 162 acres at one time. Okay. But then they reduced the estate down to like 4.5 acres because they gave the rest to wherever. And it just had the house that's on the property now. Okay. And so that 4.5 acres is just to maintain the house and the outside buildings that are attached to the house or that are part of the house that she created. Okay. It has gold and silver chandeliers, pan inlaid parquet floors and trim. Okay. And a lot of just different colors and materials all around the house. Like it's just haphazard. Yeah. Like there's no like one aesthetic. Uh Uh-huh. There's no. Which would make sense because if she's like holding seances to like contact the spirits, it sounds like she's not only she's not really building this house for her, Mm -hmm. but it's like she's they're like, I want parquet flooring. (laughs) And she's like, okay, okay. And one person was like, I want a gold chandelier. Yeah. She's like, okay. One's I want a silver. (laughs) Weird. Yes. This is weird. This is it's super weird. Okay. Sarah also had debilitating arthritis. And so she had special stairways with easy risers built for her. Okay. Um, because she couldn't move her legs up that high. Okay. And so she she could only move her feet a few inches up. Okay. And so she had special stairs built. Makes sense. Yeah. There was only one working toilet inside the whole house, and all the other restrooms were decoys to confuse the spirits. Okay. <laughs> She also slept in a different room each night. 
probably to confuse the spirit so they right. couldn't yeah. find her. Yes. She couldn't get got. Yeah. Wild. And so the house also ha- actually had some like updated stuff in there as well. So it, ha- it included steam and forced air heating. It also had some plumbing, gas lights, that kind of stuff. Okay. But Sarah's personal <clears throat> shower was the only hot shower with indoor plumbing. Okay. Which to me, I'm like, makes sense. Yep. You only need one toilet. You only need one shower. Yeah. You're the only person. Right. Well, the only living person. Living person. Wild. And like I said, the house also had elevators. Um, And so do you know how you know how elevators work? There's like a hydraulic system Mm -hmm. and it's like, I mean, it's vertical. It's usually up and down. Right. But she made them do a horizontal configuration because she liked it better. Okay. And so whatever. So it goes um, side to side? I I don't I don't know. I think no, I I think I don't know. I don't know if the elevator goes up or side to side because I mean once the ta- the earthquake hit it, they lost three floors. Got and it. And so now it's only four like, stories. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Also in the house, there's a lot of stained glass windows that were created by the Pacific American Decorative Company. Okay. And they were designed specifically for her and others by her, including a spiderweb window that featured her favorite web design and the repetition of the number 13, another of her seance being told what Mm -hmm. to do. The window was actually never installed, but it's sitting in a room that's called the $25,000 storage room. But that $25,000 back then is equivalent to $387,000 in 2020. So this stained glass is sitting just in a single room for no reason. Untouched. Untouched. Just sitting there. Was it, I wonder, was it meant to be installed and she never had it installed? Or she had it like in her seance room to like give her inspiration? Yes. Weird. It gave, well, not even inspiration. It was the thing with what she was doing is that she would get told something by the spirits, Uh supposedly, and then she would start constructing it. Okay. And then she would go have another seance or whatever. And then she, they would tell her something else. And so she would stop construction. And start. And start new construction. And so whatever she was doing for that other one, she started doing for a new one in a different format. And that's why there's so many stairs leading to different rooms. That's why rooms are actually blocked off and with walls. And so you don't even know that there's a room behind one of the walls. So weird. Okay. Yeah. So when Winchester died, all of her possessions, apart from the house, were given to her niece and a personal secretary. Her niece took everything she wanted and then sold the rest in an auction. And it supposedly took six trucks working eight hours a day for six weeks to remove all the furniture from the home. Can you imagine? (laughs) No. So she furnished every room? Yes. She furnished every single room. Like with a bed. Yes. And like a dresser and an armoire. Yes. And like, that's wild. hmm Yeah. It's insane. The house 
was sold at auction to a local investor for $135,000 and then leased to John and Mamie Brown. Okay. Who eventually purchased the house. And in February 1923, five months after her death, the house was open to the public with Mamie Brown serving as the first tour guide. So they've been doing tours of the Winchester house since 1923. Also, it's still, the home still has like unique touches that reflect Winchester's beliefs and her reported seancing and warding off the, the spirits. Yeah. But like the evil spirits. Okay. And the spirits were said to have directly inspired her as it was the way she would want the house to be built. Okay. And like I told you, the number 13 and spider webs carried significant spiritual meaning to her and just was all over the house. Okay. And tour guides, uh, they when they're giving the tours, they often make claims of Winchester having patented various architectural features of the house. Okay. So, yeah, it's just... One thing that, like, I'm wondering about the spider webs, like, in my head, I'm wondering if it, for her it was, like, almost acted like a dream catcher. Maybe. Where, like, it catches those bad spirits or whatever mm -hmm. from, like, maybe entering the house yeah. or whatever. It's weird. Like, because why a spider web? I have That's such a weird design feature to, like, yeah. want consistently throughout your entire house. I could see, like, maybe, like, a piece. Yeah. Like, a window with, like, a beautiful stained glass, like, spider right. web or something. That'd be cool. But, like, throughout this <laughs> ghost mansion, like, interesting. It's weird. Yeah, it is really weird. In 2016, they actually announced and built another room with period furniture in there. And it was built in the courtyard. And it was an attic. Like, they built it in the courtyard and then, I don't know, moved some stuff to the attic. I don't know what it's talking about, really. But the okay. attic space, it contains, like, a organ, a Victorian couch, a dress form, like, it's mannequin mm -hmm. sewing machines and paintings and actually from this room you can view the public and it features the shooting range game and they have like a game inside the attic for some reason. interesting yeah it's like i get maybe like a they got a little gimmicky yeah like they got a little gimmicky to come and see it and in 2017 they started doing like daytime tours okay so hold on yeah. Primarily, they were only doing nighttime tours. I, I know, that's right. I would be scared to like go there. I would only go there during the day. Right. I went to the palace in in Hawaii, and I refused to go at night. I was like, that place is haunted. Yeah. I'm only going during the day. I would not. If somebody's like, you want to go nighttime tour of this like weird fucking mansion? No, I don't. Get out of <laughs> here. During the day, you're safe. So there's a few fun facts that i wanted to talk about okay so there's another like mystery revolving around stained glass and in one of the unused ballrooms it features there's a stained glass window and it features two different shakespeare play quotes okay one is wide unclasp the table of their thoughts and these same thoughts people this little world they both obviously are talking about thoughts but the two of them are really weird to be put together those two quotes yeah so those are two separate shakespeare quotes from different plays that she just like threw together yes that's weird that's yeah. bizarre okay 
And do you remember, I was talking about the 13, the number 13. Yeah. So within the house, there are 13 bathrooms. Many windows have 13 panes of glass. Okay. Doors have 13 panels. Flights of stairs have 13 steps. And there's 13 cupolas on top of the greenhouse. What's a cupola? I have no idea. I think it's like a, like, let the toxins, I don't know. I feel like it's a chimney. Or something. Like a plume or something. Yeah. It's not the right word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And what what's even funnier, so the drains and all the sinks okay. were custom made with 13 holes. Yeah. That's so weird. So, of course, this has been a long time running, like, mystery. And Harry Houdini actually got wind of this. Oh, no. Of the legend of the Haunted Mansion. And he stopped there on a tour to try to debunk the spiritualism. He was an illusion illusionist, if you don't know who Harry Houdini is. <laughs> and he could easily, like, tell if there was a trick going on or, like, somebody was trying to... He was a master of tricking people. Right, so... yes. So yeah. he could see that in the sleight of hand and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so he wanted to prove that this was not happening, the house was not haunted, There was just a bunch of con artists trying to cheat the system and make something out of like a mountain out of a molehill. Okay, Karen, calm down. Right. So after visiting the seance room, he went at like midnight. Of course. Yes. He admitted that he couldn't even explain the oddities and he called it a house full of mysteries. And that's where they got the name of the house, the winchester mystery house interesting okay Mm -hmm. so after a century uh after houdini visited the public is still really fixated about this winchester mystery house and its resident spirits people have said to see lights flicker on and off visitors and tour guides have felt phantom tugs on their clothes and heard footsteps when no one is walking there's a wheelbarrow yeah. Ghost that pushes a wheelbarrow full of coal around the basement. Okay. And the figure is actually of a worker named Clyde that used to work there. Okay. And the most commonly seen ghost doesn't really have a name. It's just a shadow appearing okay. through one of the windows. And one, like if you are looking at the shadow, you blink and you open your eyes and it's gone. Weird. Yeah. What if it's her? It's that's what they were thinking so yeah there's just a lot of crazy stuff happening at this place and so i'm not trying i was trying to just do research not go off a movie but the movie talks about how she built these rooms for the ghosts the ghosts would get trapped each each room was built for a specific ghost and that ghost told her exactly what they wanted what they wanted and what they needed okay and then the ghost would go in there and she would seal it up and then the ghost would stay there and stop haunting her and so she Hmm. was building something to help them like move on to the next interesting to the light or whatever yeah she's like paying the debt of their life Mm -hmm. because her husband murdered them yeah essentially essentially i mean that's the thought Interesting. This has um, been a very, this has been a very interesting episode. And I want to go visit this house during the day <laughs> when the light of Jesus can touch me. 
I would love to go. We should take a trip out there. I'm going to wear my rosary, (laughs) my saint medals, all my crystal stuff. I'm going to be protected is what I'm saying. And then bring some sage to like sage us as soon as we walk outside. Absolutely. They they sell smudge spray now. (laughs) I'll just, it's like a perfume. I'll just spray us with it. Yeah. Burn some Palo Santo. What I'm saying is I'm not getting followed by any spirits. Right. But it's just so insane to me because it's just... She made these construction workers work 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. And without stopping, like, they would do shifts and whatnot. I mean, it wasn't Mm -hmm. somebody specifically doing that, but that much construction and, like, constantly changing the house over and over. Yeah, I feel like I'd be so frustrated if I was a construction worker. Oh, my. Oh, they, yeah, I'm sure. I can't imagine. I I quit. (laughs) Like they complete something. Nope. Tear it down. We're doing something else. Right. Could you imagine? I I mean, but they were getting money. But I mean, (laughs) yeah, true. true. Still so insane. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Unsolved America. Head on over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Unsolved America MVP. And be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. If you need to contact us, please email unsolvedamericamvp at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you next week. This has been an MVP podcast, My Village Productions.